Well, howdy, folks. What's going on? You are listening to the Quest for 100. This is Justin here, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Brian. Good day. Good day, Brian. How's it? How's it going? Pretty well. Um, you know, we're we're right kind of in that middle area between the Christmas holiday and, and the New Year's, which I always find is a little weird. Yes. Kind of a weird time. Yeah. I, I was walking through the store yesterday and and I noticed there was some New Year's um, paraphernalia uh, celebratory. Yeah. Like the, the glasses and the hats yeah, and all yeah. that. Okay. And I was like, you never see that before Christmas ever. Like that's the one. I don't know if you'd consider New Year's a holiday. But that's yeah. maybe the one holiday that doesn't preempt anything that's else. That's true. Because you Christmas never see it early. just overpowers. Yeah. And you can't it, – it might – honestly, it might even be around. You just can't – it's like hidden behind everything. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and then it comes out of the woodwork yeah, this time how, of year. Was, how was your Christmas holiday? I was, it was good. Uh, we – most of my family uh, and my wife's family is back uh, in Philly. So we um, – Spent most of our time uh, Skyping. So it actually makes holidays very simple. Uh, we, you know, we turn on, hit a button, and we're talking with one family, and then move on, hit another button, we're talking with another family. I'm surprised with your, um, your smart home devices, you don't have the little uh, camera that follows you guys around as you talk now. Oh, so we used to have uh, the Kinect set up with our Xbox, but the new Xboxes don't allow Kinect. But the Kinect does that where it like zooms in and out and like it's kind of – we actually uh, – when we Skyped um, my wife's family, they have the Kinect set up. And like you'd be talking to somebody and it's it's cool because it will zoom in at times. But then other times somebody else is talking and they're not in screen because the thing didn't yeah, adapt yeah. yet. Um, I don't really know why the Xbox didn't keep that but – Anyway, but yeah, it was it was a lot of uh, a lot of video chatting, which you know it's not it's, it's not the same as spending time with 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 the family, but it's uh, it's pretty close and it's fun to kind of engage with everybody and basically just sit on a shelf during you know all of our festivities mm-hmm. uh, for them. But how how was your Christmas? Maybe the, one of the most interesting Christmases I've ever had in about thirty two years. What? Yeah. Well, how fitting that we have a podcast to talk <laughs> <Yeah>. about. <laughs> uh, I'll keep it short, but basically, uh, Christmas Eve, I was going to fly out after work to go home. Short flight, you know, only about an hour flight. And uh, you're outside of the Pullman area, right? Yeah, Pullman. Yeah. Uh, flight was canceled. Oh. So, you know, short version, I, I went to the, to the airport after work and was just like, well, I don't want to go home. I'll have dinner here. I'll watch Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. I'll uh, have some dinner and some beers and just late 11 o'clock flight. Yeah. Just kind of chill. So I was there for a good five hours, six hours. <sighs> flight canceled. Okay. Get off the plane. They rebooked me on the morning flight. I only had planned to be there for about 36 hours anyways. Yeah. So I get rebooked on the morning flight. So I go home. Six hours later, come back, try to get on the – I am on the morning flight. We're, we're on the plane. Nope, canceled weather. What? So I just go back home and I basically – because I had woken up early, I was tired. So I took a nap, watched some basketball, <laughs> took another nap, went over to a neighbor's house for okay. a little bit. Wow. Came back, took another nap, was in bed by 1030. <laughs> it was like the weirdest <laughs> – Weirdest Christmas I think I've ever had. Yeah. So I have yet to actually have Christmas with your celebration family. Yeah. With, with family. Did they did they not celebrate because you weren't there? Or did they do their own little thing? Yeah, they did their own little thing. Okay. But uh, yeah, it that's was, such a bummer. Yeah, it was okay. It, yeah, I but mean, I mean, like bummer that you expected it and then yeah. you spent so much time in the airport yeah. and then got canceled twice. That yeah. is that is extra rough. Um, well, uh, well, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm glad that you still made the most of it. Yeah, um, yeah. got a lot of sleep. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Well, um, we always, you know, like to rope in our fans uh, here. Uh, we don't have a ton of stories, but Brian and I were uh, we're pitching, we're pitching out there, just getting the word out. Uh, we talked to a couple people, got some 
fun ideas, some inspiration. Some good feedback. Feedback. Feedback was also available. Yes, we, um, we were told by. I'm. I. You call him John. I'm going to call him maybe listener X or listener okay. one. Oh, I like that. Okay. Uh, uh, listener X. Uh, he suggested. We needed to talk about when we actually release these on a weekly basis. Mm, so that yes. apparently in the pod world, you need to plan your pod <laughs> listening experience. Yep. I didn't realize yep. that was a thing yep. because you're bringing the expertise. I, I, I'm apparently the expert because you never listened to a podcast before <laughs> this. Um, but so we have decided I think Thursdays is kind of our traditional release date. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can expect us hopefully – uh, on a weekly basis, yeah. On Thursdays, you know, yeah. sometimes there may be vacations in there, but yeah. Brian and I are, you know, we're we we also have full time jobs, so we are uh, trying to balance you know, the recordings. And Brian does a heck of a job editing all this stuff together. Um, so you know, to to his point, we'll pro- we'll be shooting for Thursdays once a week, but sometimes it'll it'll change around, and sometimes it might be a day earlier or a day later. But um, but yes, one once a week podcast and for those of you who are new that happen to be tuning in now you know I, I i do a terrible job pitching this what we even do in this podcast but uh i like to think of it as just you know two guys just talking about you know a random topic of the day and bringing some knowledge you know we'll bring some some facts and and news about the topic and then we you know get into some fun debates um you know and and put our friendships uh at it at a test so um, hopefully you guys enjoy it and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll keep it going. And, you know, I say Thursday and inevitably today's Thursday, today's Thursday <laughs> when we're recording this. And so we're going to be a little bit late, but that's a lot because of our normal Tuesday recording was Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know, probably what's going to happen next week is, is New Year's day is also a Tuesday. So we may not record mm-hmm. next Tuesday. So yep. it may be moved back a little bit, but that kind of brings us to our topic for this week, mm. which is New Year's and, and you know, maybe a little New Year's resolutions. Yeah. So why don't we jump right in to a little bit of news? In the news. So in the news, uh, I, I found a story last week specifically talking about New Year's resolutions and Wallet Hub actually ranks Seattle as the fourth best city in the nation for keeping New Year's solutions. Wait, what? So, like, New Year's resolutions. Yeah, okay. Sorry, did I say solutions? Yeah, resolutions. Said, <laughs> I was very confused there. It's like, New okay. Year's resolutions. So, fourth best city in the nation for keeping Seattle New Year's is, resolutions. That is awesome. 180 okay. cities. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I wonder, did they go into detail on why that might be? Uh, a lot of this is based off of uh, the health, you know, health resolutions, not necessarily just all resolutions in general. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're looking at, you know, gyms and, and income and all that kind of stuff. Um, so they didn't really say why. Well, I think that's part of it, though. I mean, see, I mean, we can kind of, um, you know, guess on some of this stuff um but you know seattle is the income is growing uh with all of the tech in in the area and so there's more financial help in that way where you can invest in you know in a uh getting uh, a meal plan or a diet set up where you can invest in going to a gym um you're giving some weird faces yeah i'm sorry i didn't i guess i didn't look at this entire story i just um, he so, just skim it. That's yeah. the quality of news you're getting from Brian this week. <laughs> yeah, he just skim. <laughs> well, you know, news on New Year's is it's it's pretty. It's slow. yeah. It's so slow. so keeping on topic, that was a little tough. But uh, uh, Tacoma is see the reason I didn't get to this is <laughs> it's Tacoma's a hundred and seventeenth place. Oh, yeah, interesting. It's interesting that Tacoma's a, even measured out of well, it's one hundred eighty cities in the country. So Tacoma's 117, Spokane's 103, and Vancouver's 93. And we're number four? We're number four. That's pretty cool. It's based off of uh, health 
resolutions rank, financial resolutions rank, social and work resolutions rank, bad habit resolutions, hmm. and relationships. Interesting. It doesn't really go into detail of how it actually measured it, though. Well, that's okay. We can trust them, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is cool, though, to think about that. I never really thought, you know, different areas would be better. It makes sense, obviously, but, you know, looking at it from a geographical mindset of, like, who is more likely to do it. Did, did it say who the top couple were? Cities? Uh, the top city is San Francisco, Scotts, Scottsdale, Arizona, San Diego, and then Seattle. So all West Coast. All cities starting with an S. <laughs> More importantly, Cause, good, good point. Because <laughs> that's that's the key. Yep, that's probably their analysis too. Yeah. They they use a lot of of uh, starts with uh, worst I, worst ranked Gulfport, Mississippi. Hmm. Darn Mississippi. Yeah, I wonder how many New Year's resolutions they make there. Anyway, well, my news uh, was uh, in the uh, entertainment world. Um, so I, I did not know this, and I also am not a parent, um, but I thought this would be interesting to those who are parents. Uh, Netflix just launched, I think this is the second year they've done this, um, New Year's Eve countdowns that are available for you know, for parents mostly uh, to allow their kids to, you know, tuck them in early or like hmm. take them to bed early. So on demand New Year's Eve countdown. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. Well, I mean, we can get into some of this during during the, uh, you know, some of the other content pieces we have today. But um, but you got to think as a parent, you don't I you know, I have a lot of nieces and nephews. They're not staying up till 12 o'clock at night, so they're going to go to bed, but they still want to be a part of the activity. I guess I've never lived anywhere other than the West Coast, so you've always been able to celebrate the 9 o'clock in the West Coast, you know, the the East Coast. And uh, that, to me, is the strangest thing in the world. (laughs) My My first Seattle New Year's. We went to a friend's place, and they had—I think they had the New Year's broadcast or the New York broadcast of Times Square uh, on, and it was you know up until nine o'clock, and then like at nine o'clock it like it went down, and then I like looked around the room, and it didn't seem like many people cared because we were hanging out till midnight, but it was weird to see it happen on a broadcast that I always watched growing up. And not caring about it yeah. and then waiting the other three hours. Yeah. Um, so it is, I guess, a little bit different from West Coast to East Coast. And But even, I'm sure, even 9 o'clock for some younger kids, you know, might be pushing it um, to, for maybe their bedtimes. But I did think it was really cool from a content perspective, you know, these, these um, things that they have uh, developed. Like, they are true content that's around New Year's. And it's, you know, they had, uh, I don't even know some of these things, um, but I do remember, or I do know some of them. So like Boss Baby, I don't know if you remember that movie that came out. So they have a Boss Baby version of New Year's and then everyone ends in a a related countdown that goes down and they had uh, Fuller House has one that's like specific to, that's probably one of the older older ones i I Hmm. put quotations around it or air quotes but i feel like it at least needs to happen on the hours though it nope it you can't just like that's up to the parent to make that happen you can't just like at at 6 30 three two (laughs) one happy new year at 6 30 yeah well I think it is. I think it's up to the parent to. I guess Nova to, is it Nova Scotia or somebody, somebody's on the half hour up there. Oh, yeah, right? so it's it's New Year's somewhere, <laughs> right? Uh, but yeah, I mean, I would I would hope, but I think it I think it gets posted. If I read it correctly, I think either uh, today or yesterday it went live, so you could hypothetically watch it today. It would be weird to, but um, but then you can kind of um, you know if you want to tuck your kids in early, you can watch this. And I thought that was if really interesting. If there's 24 of them, it would be amazing if somebody did all 24 of them for the 24 hours. 
Whoa. I'm guessing, are they like hour long things or are they just They're like... not. I don't think they're hour long. I think they're like 15 minutes or oh, so. Oh, okay. Um, but they made how many different ones? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, I think, or 12. Um, but yeah, they got all, all sorts of, I don't even, I'm not in tune with all the, the kids shows nowadays, but, uh, they've, they've have Alexa and Katie and beat bugs and boss baby and mo magic. A lot of things I've never heard of, but maybe those who have kids have, um, but I thought that's pretty cool. Cause the other thing too is, you know, fireworks are cool, but a lot of the content around new year's especially you know times square and all that it's like music and all this other kids don't care about that Mm -hmm. they they just want to watch cartoons they want to watch you know whatever the show is that they typically watch so i kind of like that and each one ends ends in a timeline or uh, a countdown so Hmm. interesting yeah pretty cool well i feel like you know typically at this point in this this show we drop a little knowledge yep so let's do that let's do it knowledge so a little knowledge on on the New Year's, um, the the earliest known New Year's celebrations were in Mesopotamia, date back oh. to two thousand BC. Okay. Um, How did, oh, sorry, I let you go. Well, so early Romans though used March first as their New Year's Day. Huh. Uh, other cultures used the autumn equinox. Or the winter solstice as the mark. So, so it's the in fifteen eighty two the Gre- Gregorian calendar. I believe is how you pronounce it. I think so. Yeah, I've heard that before. March marks January one as the new year, new year, and that was um, adopted. And and um, it's interesting. I I didn't know this until until doing some research. Um, January is named after Janus. Okay. The god with two faces, one looking forward and one looking backward. Yep. So which makes sense like you're looking backward at 2018, uh, looking forward to 2019. Never made that connection. Yeah. Um so, you know, a little bit little bit more history, uh the first rooftop celebration atop Times Square, uh which by the way, also in reading this, I didn't realize Times Square was named after the New York Times. Really? Because that's where their headquarters were. Huh. So in okay. well, that's interesting. 1904, uh, that was when the first uh, thought celebration, you know, big celebration yep. for in Times Square was um, on the top of the new headquarters of the New York Times mm-hmm. in Times Square. Yeah. Uh, so the first ball drop actually held was held in 1907. Okay. Um, and, you know, that's whatever, uh, 111 years now. Yeah. Um, in 2008, uh, the new New Year's Eve ball was introduced okay. with a geodesic sphere. Okay. So it's 12 feet in diameter and it weighs uh, almost 12,000 pounds. Okay. Yeah. So it's Waterford Crystal and that's, I yeah. wonder how expensive that thing is. If it's Waterford Crystal, like that thing. Yeah. But I guess they make enough money with I mean, I don't know who pays for it, the city or well, I don't know who knows. Um, don't know. But I'm sure I'm sure no, it is no longer done by the New York Times. Yeah. That makes sense. That's 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 wild though. And even just going back and like how other cultures celebrated you know their new year or whatever is pretty cool and then of you know obviously not just americanized but just you know globalized once it becomes a thing and your you know turn of the centuries and all that other stuff and it becomes very commercialized to you know spend time in that in certain areas and celebrate and i would love to know you know what it's like to be in another place in the world Mm -hmm. you know and see what that is i mean for me, it was just I was you know outside of Philly and New York was like that was it like it was just the the coup de cas of of uh, celebrations, um, and then you come into the West Coast and it's, and it's like oh geez this is this isn't there's not much going on guys yeah. like it's, yeah. it's it's 
you know, I remember the Space Needle. It's already been done everywhere yep. else in the world. Yep. We're, we're kind like, of the last. Oh, we'll just shoot some fireworks off of uh, the Space Needle and call it a night. Yeah. Um, I mean, in comparison, so it's not as, as great. But, um, but yeah, just like to go to like Paris or London and see like all those other places that they all celebrate big events. Yeah. And, but, you know, I don't, I don't know how they compare. I'm curious. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, most of my New Year's has been in Seattle. Yeah. Or did you do Portland. any, any outside of the state, like in a different time zone? Uh, have I done any outside of this time zone? That is a great question. I feel like you traveled a lot. Uh, not for New Year's though. I don't think. Oh, I have done one in Arizona. Did have to oh, do one in Arizona. What do you do in Arizona? Because don't they not change uh, their? Well, I guess that, uh, no, that's they still have a time. <laughs> <laughs> don't, they, don't they not change years? Don't they just stay in the same year? <laughs> yeah, so that was... Um, I guess I've spent in a couple different places. But nowhere like exotic or yeah. anything like that. Yeah. Like uh, Hong Kong. I've done Chinese New Year for Hong oh, Kong. Oh, that's cool. But they also ce- celebrate our New, our New Year. Year, so. yeah. Okay. Or I don't want to well, say it's, our. It's new their year. New Year too. But. but technically, I mean, their the Chinese New Year is j- more significant to them yeah. because that's the calendar. Yeah. They follow that calendar more than yeah. they do the, the the Gregorian calendar. Yeah. Interesting. The the traditions and things like that are kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, I, I guess this article is saying that uh, most. Um, People observe the eat- the tradition of eating black-eyed peas on New Year's Day for good luck. So <laughs> I read something about black-eyed peas, and there's a percentage of people that do it or something. I'm like, and then I was wondering, I made a loose connection to the black-eyed peas band. I'm like, that song, like, uh, I forget what it was called. Um, but they have a song that always gets played on New Year's, and... It's like ridiculous, and I was like, I wonder if there's a connection to like hmm. Black Eyed Peas being popular and New Year's, and it's probably a terrible connection. But um, but that's that's when I heard Black Eyed Peas, I thought of the actual band, which you know, I guarantee you that even though that band has not come out with a song in the last like ten years, they will probably have a live performance somewhere singing a song because that's just what they do. Um, well, I, and in the spirit of my, my love for numbers, I always bring a couple stats related to the topic. So, uh, a few kind of random ones to mull over. Um, so I, I found this one a little hard to believe, but, um, I believe this is adults. So 12% of Americans fall asleep before midnight. Um, so I thought that number would actually be pretty high because that, that implies that the other you know, eighty-eight percent are staying up. To I feel like I mean, my mom, you know, doesn't stay up for it. Like yeah. old, the older you get, you don't really yeah. care. I, I I would say it's higher than yeah. that. So I feel like it's a little weighted towards a younger demographic. But um, but I thought that was interesting, uh, nonetheless. Um, you know, we talked about Christmas dominating the holidays. Uh, so apparently, uh, through a poll, that New Year's is the uh, fourth favorite holiday to celebrate. Hmm. And so I think it, if I remember correctly, it was Christmas being one and then Thanksgiving is two. And then the 4th of July is three. Interesting. And then I believe four is new year's, which, uh, you know, new year's Eve is, is, a f- it's kind of a fun holiday. People kind of tag it tie it on to to christmas and and the holidays um and we are in this weird kind of period in between but um i usually i usually enjoy new year's eve uh new year's day has always brought this weird ominousness to my because it's so like back in the day like you'd be going to school like in a lot of cases like a day later or two days later and so it's like the end of everything um the holidays should we go back in the day oh jeez Let's go back in the day. <laughs> I remember years ago, this was probably like, uh, I'm going to say 15 years ago. And I remember 
being this is this is more well not morbid but this is kind of sad but like i remember being sad on many new years because it honestly felt like the um the holidays were over and like it was just the end and you had to go back to miserable school or whatever it was um and it just was like it kind of bummed me out it kind of bummed me out but uh but yeah i remember i don't know do you have do you have any new year's memories i think the i have a couple the maybe the biggest one would be the y2k year oh yes and just being a little freaked out about like not really sure what is going to happen yep um so i would have been 14 kind of like unsure of really technology is new to me yeah you know i'm not like a expert at really life at all uh-huh. just in um you know middle school i guess i would have been yeah and i remember being pretty freaked out about like okay what's gonna happen i don't even think i made it to midnight and i was like all right yeah. if this is it <laughs> it's been a good one now did your uh did your parents freak out at all were they no, they didn't really. Uh, they weren't sure what was going to happen with a lot of the computer because yeah. in their their they're both professors and so they have a lot of you know tech mm-hmm. computers back in that day and so they weren't a hundred percent sure what was going to happen. Yeah, but they weren't like, oh, the world's going to end, crisis. Yeah, I'd be interested to see like if if we got to a point where. Now the re- the amount of uh, the amount that we rely on technology now compared to in two thousand you know ninety nine yep. is just astronomical. And if you got to a point where people started to tell you, we don't know what's going to happen when mm-hmm. the clock strikes mm-hmm. X, yep, because we didn't really plan for this right. calculation yeah i'd be interested to see what happens i social media yeah everything. no it would be it would definitely get a lot of pub and i think a lot of people would freak out but i do think that the difference you said it perfectly the difference between now and then though like then like technology was a lot was new i mean it's not new technology has been around for hundreds yeah. of years but in the way that we view it a lot of the things that were going to fault or may might not work or whatever were somewhat new in a lot of ways. Yeah. So cell phones were very to it that yeah. just was like I don't know. Like that's yeah. scary. Whereas now I feel like people are knowledgeable in a lot of this stuff, and so something like that might be like, yeah, they'll figure out a way around it. They'll be we'll be fine. Like I I would be much less stressed if if that type of thing happened now than when I was you know twelve years old at Y two K. And I, I do remember Y2K. Um, I think it's in perspective, though, because it's like, uh, don't think of it as like, oh, if something's going to happen. Like, it, I guess when I equate this to now, it would be like, I'm blanking on you know what the equivalent would be, mm-hmm. but it would be like, um, I don't know, somebody told you that I, I'm, I'm kind of blanking on like what it would even compare to nowadays. Right. Like something that you can't fathom, right? Because you can yeah. kind of fathom now, oh, like if they told me this was going to happen because yeah. nobody had thought of this. Right. I don't necessarily think that's like one-to-one like because you're saying, oh, yeah, somebody's going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I guess what I'm thinking more along the lines of like, something that nobody has any clue about mm-hmm. um some like mass disease or something like that like yeah. where nobody has any way of stopping it and we're not really sure what's going on like that's really yeah. i thought what it kind of well, was well and i honestly i would be lying if i didn't say i worried like just a tiny bit with the what was it the recent was it the mayan calendar oh mayan thing? calendar yeah and i you know i did a little research into it just yeah. to see, like, you know, is this going to, like... And, there, you know, there's so many, you know, skeptical articles written in and, like, believe it or not or whatever, you know. 
but you don't know and and that's it's we all want to be in control to some degree and like if the simpsons if the simpsons because all of the things that they've kind of predicted in their shows and everything yep and people are tying in if they had said the world was going to end on a specific date oh geez don't you think like people would freak out a little bit definitely definitely and i and i I think because somebody would call it out and then it would become a thing and then it go viral and then everybody's like, oh, they know something. But then like that type of thing, to me, if it's Simpsons, it's like, you know, that's more funny and it's not actually <laughs> going to happen. The Mayan thing was like, was a little freaky because it was like, this is based off ancient, you know, whatever. And they predicted other things that were correct. And, but, you know, again, uh, so I was just a little bit freaked out. But Y2K freaked me out a lot. I was 12 at the time, and uh, my mom was freaked out by it. So I remember we had uh, we had a bunch of um, cartons of water, and then uh, we probably had, like, 10 cartons of water, and then we had, like, snacks that were, like, packed up just in case. And then I remember when we moved out of the house, um, well, I don't know, this was probably eight years later after that, um, the, the, I mean, I think we got rid of the snacks or whatever, but the bottles or the cartons of water were still there like eight years later. And I think my mom, I don't, I could be wrong, but I think my mom was like, well, water doesn't go bad. It's probably just fine. Um, but like the water was like evaporated from like a quarter of it and on all of these. It was like, yeah, but it, we, but we genuinely, there was a little bit of fear, yeah. you know, yeah. during that time. So I, I, my other New Year's memory was, Actually, uh, I had the opportunity to go to the 2003 Rose Bowl. The WSU Cougars played okay. Oklahoma Sooners, and fortunately, we lost. But um, that seems to be a trend with your memories with uh, <laughs> Washington State games. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> sorry, sorry to bring that up, but uh, just noticing some trends. So, you know, kind of a cool experience in high school at that point, and got to go to the Rose Parade. Uh, kind of got wined and dined down there and got to go to the game. And so that's, you know, kind of a cool experience. And, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, this is one of our friendship test topics. So I don't know if you're done with your stats. If you, I, I had, I had one more stat, which okay. actually will lead into one of our friendship test questions. Um, so we'll it, come back to that. Yeah, we'll come so back. we will come back to it. Cause okay. I, I want to go deep, deeper into that. Um, but uh, related to New Year's resolutions, 65% of people actually make them um, and only 9% actually achieve them, uh, which is kind of mm-hmm. depressing. 9% of that 60 or 9% of the total? 9% of the 65. Um, so, you know, basically of everybody who's making a resolution, only 10%-ish actually achieve it uh and 80 so percent of, of everybody people, you're you're only talking about like what what is that like six jeez oh, you're asking me to do some math mid podcast that's we'll, we'll crunch the numbers afterwards but it's it's low it's like it's probably six percent if yeah. i had to guess um or yeah it's about six percent yeah that's what i was gonna say six um of all people in in the U.S., but uh, forty or sorry, eighty percent fail by February. Wow! Yeah, which is it's it's funny to see that number, but it's also not shocking because people have high aspirations, and then like a weekend something happens, and then you know, we're they're just unmotivated to yeah. finish or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that kind of leads into one of our friendship tests. So. Uh, I would like to ask you, Brian, are you uh, are you the part of the 35% who don't make resolutions or are you part of the 65? I am part of the 35. Oh, okay. I don't I'm not a big resolutions guy. Uh, mainly because I feel like the new year doesn't have a factor to me. I would actually be more likely to make a new year's res- resolution or like try to change something on the 26th or the 27th of December because it's like after the holidays and you're kind of getting back into a more normal routine yeah. as opposed to the first. Like that yeah. to me just doesn't, if I'm, if I'm most of mine would be around fitness and health and sure. yeah, you know, whatever it might be. 
and why wait a more one more week yeah. to start it than being done with all the holidays and the family See, stuff? Here, and, here's where my I would debate that, and I am a resolution person um, typically, uh, but I think this this lull period is actually a crucial period because it allows you to get you know you ramped up all the way to Christmas and then. You get a lot of Christmas gifts. Some of them, you know, most of resolutions, a lot of my resolutions that I make are are like eating healthy, whatever it ends up being. And so that gives me about a week buffer to eat all of the candy that I can get my hands on and, uh, you know, and just eat whatever I want. And it's 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 a, probably a pretty bad habit. But I will say that I, I do typically have a uh, I use the first as kind of you know obviously a, a resolution and start date, but I, I typically do um, you know eat healthy, and I would like to think that I have pretty strong willpower. Um, though, like most resolutions, there's always like a breaking point, and uh, I can do pretty good. I in the, and actually in the past couple of years, I've done you know no sweets or whatever for you know. I usually do it for about a month because my birthday falls on the 28th of January. So I usually go about 28 days of just like hardcore, like very strict, whatever my resolution was. Um, And then I usually break it when I get my like chocolate cake on my birthday. So why even do the resolution? Like why, if you know you're going to break it on the 28th. I don't know. I'm optimistic that I'll go through it, but most (laughs) years I don't. Most years I make it in my birthday. I was like, well, here I am ready for my uh, cake. But then do you try to get back onto it? Sometimes, but (laughs) I usually, I usually will then like be like, all right, well, I'm going to go back on it. And then I'll do like a week. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm just, I already screwed up. So. It is like once you screw up, though, you know, that's why so many people fail by February is just, you know, one moment happens and you feel like, ah, I can't I can't do this anymore. I don't I don't deserve to do this anymore. I'm already just, you know, jumping in on not doing I, it. I don't know the exact stat, but I think it's it's something like you have to make it like five weeks of doing something over and over again. Yeah. And then it becomes a routine yep. and you're more likely to keep it. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, I did. Uh, whole 30 before i've actually done it like twice now um and i think they they say like you know you go through the four week program ish um and then or four and a half weeks or whatever and then you know you're kind of slowly weeding off of it but you're still kind of in the program Mm -hmm. um but that's usually when it becomes a habit and then it's 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 harder to switch right back and um so yeah hopefully if you can make it for those who do the healthy stuff if you can make your New Year's resolution go, you know, last until February, like hopefully it's become a part of your routine. Um, but uh, it's interesting that we both are our resolutions, or and not that I really make, but we we instantly go to health and mm-hmm. and eating as opposed to like a financial or mm-hmm. some you know yep. other treating people better yeah. or some. I yeah, I think because it's in some ways it's measurable. And I think that for me, that's how I kind of, you know, yeah, but finances, financial finances yeah. is, uh, I think being nicer to people is, is great. I encourage people to do stuff like that. Uh, it's just hard to, um, you can't measure that. You, yeah. you can't, you know, and I, that's just how my mind works sometimes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I just always, I always go to the, I usually go to eating healthy because I never make time for working out or I rarely make time to, for it. So that's kind of my my go-to but maybe one time we can do a podcast while working out whoa that's next level that would be next level. Uh, it, i don't know that that of, would work a well a lot of me like grunting and like out, out of breath so our next friendship t- test question is do you make it to, to midnight is that something that's a regular thing for you i can't remember the last time that i didn't make it to, to wow midnight Every year, it is it is important to me to make it to midnight, and I don't know why, but it is important to me. Is that a is that making it to midnight uh, at an event, a social function, or or doing something, being on the couch, or a, or is that making it to midnight and you're in bed and at twelve oh five you're passed out? Oh, it's I I also cannot remember the last time when. I didn't, and my memory sucks, so 
you know. But but from what I can remember, I always am out doing something socially at midnight, and then I go, you know, do whatever. And and I think we might have had. I can't remember the last time I've had something at my place, but but I usually go somewhere and we're celebrating it until midnight, and then you leave after that. But so I I I. It's not even just like, all right, I'm I've made it and I'm gonna go to sleep. Like I'm I'm usually I don't know doing like crazy stuff, but like I might you know go over a friend's place and we're playing games or something that type of thing. But all right, I, I get the eyes like you I, are I, not that I'm type not of a yeah I'm not a I've got to do it. Okay. If if the plans don't call for it, if I'm yeah. not feeling it, I'm I'm calling just it a night. Calling it like a normal day. Yeah, like just normal, normal day. Wake up so I can I can watch the Rose Parade and yeah. and watch some football and you know get my New Year started off on the right foot. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, it's interesting. I I I thought just I just assumed most people just did it, but, um, I, but apparently, I, what was it? Well, twelve percent. You're a part of the twelve yeah. percent that don't really typically make it to midnight or don't care to. I don't but care. But you also you you also said that you know you don't put value in and the resolutions and you know you don't i don't think you value I, the day i don't think much. i don't think i've yeah. not valued the day yeah. very much yeah which makes sense why you wouldn't you know do certain yeah. things in there. whereas i kind of i i would say i value the night the day sometimes brings you know sadness because it's so close to going back to you know regular days but um but that aside uh, I did want to spend some time talking about this next topic or our, our, our next friendship test, which is, um, you know, very specific to maybe both of our areas. Um, but maybe the viewers or listeners uh, will relate to this. But I, I'm guessing you are a Rose Parade fan. Yes. Um, but uh, have you ever? I have never even you? heard of whatever your Mummer's the Day. The Mummer's par- Day Parade. I feel like I feel like your area. <laughs> In Philadelphia, yeah, has a lot of these things that are specific to <laughs> just your area. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we do, and uh, which is amazing to me because you guys aren't is- like it's not like it's this isolated area. It's not mm-hmm. you have New York, you have DC, you have yeah. all of these large cities. Yeah, but somehow Philly has all of these things that are like just Philly. Yeah. Well, I honest, honestly, I think it's uh, we're a prideful group, and uh, we, you know, well, we don't mind. We don't care how people think about us sometimes, and we just do our thing, and um, and we're passionate about it. I, I like I, the other one is John, like John, John, uh, John, oh, John. You mean John? Whatever. <laughs> it's not John. I was like, who's John? It's John. It's John. Yeah, John is awesome. John is everything. I don't, I don't, I don't say John all that often, or really ever. It's more like a, a in the city, you know, kind of thing. But you know, you don't, you know what John is if you're from Philly. You, but like up here, it. up here in Seattle, I don't know that we necessarily like we're isolated up here, and we don't necessarily have things that are like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's nothing like I, I mean, there's nothing that you like put your because that's part of it. There, there's I mean, I, I it's this. Sorry for everyone from Philly. This isn't exactly the word I'm trying to get to, but like arrogance. Like there's there's this level of like this is who I am. And, yeah, and and I'm embracing. I'm putting my foot down, and this is you know, and I I have a lot of that in me that I don't even realize, but sometimes I'm like really passionate about something. Yeah. Um. Don't even get me started on Wawa versus Sheets. That's like. Whew. Whole other thing, um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, we've got Safeway. We got Safeway. Oh, it's not even close. Anyway, that's that's a, that's a debate for another day. But um, back to the topic at hand, though. I did want to. I, I figured you wouldn't really know much about the Mummers Day Parade. Yeah. So I wanted to give a little bit of detail for those who are, you know, probably from the West Coast that don't know this. Um, so or anywhere on the East Coast other than Philly. Well, I think people know about it if you're on the East Coast, but you might not celebrate it. But if you're from the Philly area, you are watching the Mummer's Day Parade uh, on, on, on TV or you're going to it. Uh, so the Mummer's Day Parade, uh, you know, there's a little bit of, of dropping some knowledge and some history. But um, so it actually I, I was 
fascinated by this. I actually was doing some research into this because I didn't know the, the originality. Oh. Oh, it's ringing a bell? No. Oh. But is that why? Okay, keep going. Sorry. I'll, I, I'll, I'll connect the dots to what I think you're thinking yeah. of. Uh, so it started, uh, I think it started in like the early like 1700s people were doing this. Um, but it was more like they would they would dress up and and like random stuff and they would it was it was driven by neighborhoods so each neighborhood would like almost be a gang or like a group of people and then they'd go to the other neighborhood and they'd uh just open up go into houses and like you know push things around and break things or whatever and then run out of the house and you know it was like this it was just like a foolish thing um, but that's how it, it all started. And then it wasn't until it, it, that went on for a while. There was a lot of like, you know, shooting guns in the air, kind of like, woo, I don't know, randomness. Um, but it wasn't until 1901 when the um, city of Philadelphia started to embrace it. I think partially because they're like, we can't celebrate in this way. Like it needs to be a little bit more polished. So I think what it ended up becoming, and now it's it's a whole thing of its own, um, are these... Uh, parades that go through it's a parade that goes through the streets of philadelphia and uh people everybody just dresses up in these elaborate costumes and they just sometimes they'll have coordinated dances sometimes they just walk through the streets and one of the common sights is um usually it's 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 guys and girls and kids and everybody's kind of involved with it but uh but adults like guys will dress up as like girls and then have uh umbrellas and they just like put them up in the air i don't know what it's what it's actually called i'm blanking on what it's called but um yeah it's a it's a long historic tradition and then they have uh i think it's called the fancies which is like like a full like i think it's like a 10 minute performance that it gets judged at the end of the night like they they go up and they have this they have the floor and in the parade it's at the end of the parade. Oh. the parade ends and then they have these fancy competitions. Um, but, but every group that's in it, um, has, uh, you know, whether you're part of the parade or not, a lot of them get like judged on certain like categories and whatnot, but it is, it is a blast. I don't, I don't know if anyone from outside of the, the city would ever have access to watch this. Um, but, uh, but that was always something that I did look forward to on new year's day. Um, and for those who are football fans, and maybe this is what you might have been thinking of, uh, so Jason Kelsey, uh, the center for the Eagles when they won the Super Bowl, um, during his speech, uh, he wore a Mummers Parade outfit. Got it. Uh, which is why it was like, why the who the heck? Why is he wearing this kind of thing? In Philly, it was like, yes, like awesome, Jason Kelsey. That's that's so cool. Um, Got it. So uh, it was kind of an homage to the city. Kind of looked like um, the uh, New Orleans. No, I was gonna say uh, from Wizard of Oz, the uh, whatever the guy Oz. Oh, okay, yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah, so it probably looked really weird for the national media, but or national perspective. But for for Philly, it was like it was awesome. It was like the coolest thing that he <laughs> dressed up like that. So really cool, like awesome kind of a tradition that that really only philly embraces for whatever reason um but i actually didn't know what the rose parade was until you know i think maybe last year was maybe the first year i heard of it really yeah never it, it was not it's just not even relevant in philly right? i guess you, you i guess that makes the sense Day parade and that's it well and i was i because i was interested to know what you were talking about it's a, the first broadcast of the mummer's day parade was in 1993 Hmm. So, Interesting. So they just did it for like ninety years, parading through, and then they're like, "Hey, maybe we should turn this into a yeah a broadcast." That's actually really interesting. I didn't know that part. Well, yeah. How, how long has the Rose Parade been going? Do you know? Uh, I was looking it up because I was also interested. In, uh, Eighteen ninety. Okay. Was the first year. Uh, it doesn't say about when it started to be broadcast but uh shortly around you know 1901 two was when it started to be associated with football game and then hmm. obviously that okay so it is connected i say i didn't know that i don't really know much about the rose parade 
obviously it happens in California. Mm-hmm. Um, but is it so it's connected to the Rose, Rose Bowl? Bowl. Yes. Okay. Yes. It, does it lead up to the Rose Bowl or is it yes. after the Rose Bowl? No, okay. it leads up to the Rose Bowl. Interesting. Interesting. I never knew that. Yeah. Same is, same area. Okay. Uh, I is there football stuff going on in the parade or is it like just anything and everything? It's anything and everything. Obviously, the teams that are in the game will also be have floats in it, but okay. they're more generic floats because yeah. I mean these floats take oh it's insane you know almost all year to yeah. build yeah so yeah it's not like a a team that finds out in dis- early December that they're gonna play in it can just yeah. all of a sudden <laughs> put together whip something. together yeah. a a rose parade float but yeah interesting. Well, we're at we 50 do? minutes, so we're doing oh, a little bit better. that's not terrible. Yeah. I thought we were well over. No. Okay. We're, we're, we're almost there, although it'll, it'll depend on how this, this uh, debate goes. But, uh, you know, around this time, uh, we, we get thinking a little crazy, and we like to do a little bit of delusional thinking. So... This week might be our craziest one, and I, I kind of liked uh, Pan's face when he saw it for the first I time. I laughed out loud when I read. <laughs> I, I, I mean, if you would have kept this a secret, I probably would have walked out of the room. <laughs> I honestly thought about it, but then I'm like, no, you got to at least you know, give, a, give a little bit of a thought beforehand. But uh, our, our delusional thinking, I, I, I thought it was in the spirit, you know... New Year's, you, you give up things, uh, you try new things. I can't even keep a straight face when reading this. <laughs> well, uh, you know, so here, here, here's the debate. You know, no, here's, no, here's nobody debate. knows about this. Here's the debate. Uh, so would you rather give up your favorite food forever? So this is a, is a pretty big commitment, favorite food forever. Or wake up every single day with a 2% chance that you are <laughs> yes yeah, so you can't even say this <laughs> you left a two percent chance that you are completely covered in pe- <laughs> peanut butter okay so for the listeners say that one more time okay. without laughing without laughing <laughs> we can't do it this okay. sounds ridiculous would you rather give up your favorite food forever or wake up every single day with a two percent chance that you are completely covered in peanut butter okay I want your thoughts, Brian. I want your thoughts. I, I, I mean, my first thought is I don't even know how you came up with this. Well, I, I, uh, I can't take credit for this one. I will give credit to the internet uh, and the lovely world of, of Reddit. So my favorite food, if I only had to pick, if I had to pick one of my favorite foods, so okay. like the one. Yep. I, I just I well, what is it? What is your favorite? Well, let's start with that because okay. that is a big piece of this debate. My favorite food is probably macaroni and cheese. Okay, solid food. And I could give that up because I have other foods that I really enjoy, like pizza. That would be very close. Like it's not a clear cut. Oh, this is my favorite food. Mm. And so I'm not even going to risk the chances because in my lifetime. You're still 2% of the days in your lifetime, you're going to end up completely covered in peanut butter when you wake up. The ramifications behind that are just nutty. Oh, oh, nice. Very punny. Very punny. Um, I mean, if you're completely covered in peanut butter, even going and taking a shower, I feel like will not completely cleanse you of the peanut butter. You, it's kind of like when you go to the beach, you find you sand, sand yep. in places and in clothes for you know a long period of time. Yep. So that means that you're going to be completely covered. 2% of the time, you're going to be completely covered in peanut butter, which I would assume means that your sheets and yep. everything are yeah, going to be... that's going to take... Completely covered in peanut butter. And there's a good likelihood that just by sheer washing and going, you know, taking a shower, you're not going to get it all. So there's probably going to be a few days where there's some ramifications behind this. 
yep. all for giving up one one type of food. Well, I I think the the biggest thing for me, and this is where you know you said mac and cheese, and you have other ones. I, I have a lot of foods that I love, uh, but for me, mine is more a general. The first thing that came to my mind, and which I feel like has to be the thing that it is, is chicken. I love chicken, and I eat chicken all the time. And unlike mac and cheese, which is kind yeah. of a side, like if you said like you know beef or you know something that is like a staple i think it might be a little bit different but for me that is really tough to give up chicken i'm surprised that chicken is your favorite food yeah what yeah what uh what what other thing do you think i would say was my favorite? i don't know i i just it's very specific and and i don't know that i would ever say chicken is i love chicken over anything like any other type of food i i think the, lo- the thing i love about chicken is that it you can cook it in so many different things you can eat it you know well breakfast is a little bit of a stretch although chick-fil-a does a pretty good job with mixing that in uh but lunch you know your chicken sandwiches are great or you can have you know chicken parm and you can have there's so many things with chicken uh, this isn't a debate about chicken yeah but but chicken can be used in in so much, and I probably eat chicken. I, I want to say at least twice a week. I probably eat chicken, um, and I had chicken for lunch today. You know, I just it, it's just something that I love. Anyway, so I would have to give up chicken for the rest of my life. <laughs> the rest of my life. I, I, I. This is weird, but I don't. I think. I think I'm going with the peanut butter option. Wow. I I it's I can't even like <laughs> I, it doesn't even like <laughs> So here here's the thing. So with, with the peanut butter, there's a couple things. Uh it's a roll of the dice. It's an odds game, so it's 2%. It doesn't necessarily mean I think it means that every single day it is exactly that. Every single day there's a 2% chance of something happening. Yeah. That doesn't mean that it's going to happen. That doesn't mean that in a given year that 2% of the days are going to be covered in peanut butter. No. And odds, it could be also higher than that. Correct. Which is, you know, uh, odds there. But I think you would start to adapt your life to be able to accommodate the potential of that. And maybe you sleep, maybe when you go to sleep, you have uh, every night you get used to it, but you have that like light plastic... you're doing that all for chicken i love chicken (laughs) i so so i I just did some quick math two percent two percent of 365 days seven days so one week one week a year now yes i understand that, that there's you're rolling the dice yep but if you're gonna live for another 50 years that's going to even out. That that's yeah. not a roll of the dice. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That, that makes sense. That's it, it's not like for the next year. Potentially, you could have about two, seven days. Yeah. This is like this is for the rest of your life. You're going to bank on. You know. Uh, let's see. Let's just do the math real quick. Uh, well, you're going to bank on a year. A year so if of you my live, life. If you I'll live fifty, if. Yeah, that's a lot of time. I'm not going to lie. It's inconvenient. It's inconvenient to be covered in peanut butter <laughs> when you wake up. And it probably <laughs> it probably puts a damper on your day. Although, if peanut, you know, maybe maybe you really like peanut. I I don't mind peanut butter, you know, so maybe that morning you Are wake you up. Are you going to eat peanut butter off of your Self? Well, maybe if I got it on my fingers and stuff. Oh, <laughs> we don't know the cleanliness of it. We can assume that it maybe it's fresh peanut butter that crunchy was, or pe- uh, uh, or creamy. Ah, uh, crunchy might be a. Oh, I don't know what's worse. Yeah. I like crunchy. Crunchy has become my favorite option. Yeah, maybe that's part of the surprise too. Sometimes <laughs> it's crunchy. <laughs> Not a crunchy day. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know it's it, it is it sounds crazy to me, but I do love chicken a lot, and I, I I I don't think I could just not eat chicken anymore. I just think it is a part of a part of who I am. You couldn't replace life. it with turkey. 
<laughs> well, like, I, probably, but I, I still, I mean, chickens. One Trump's year turkey. of your Turkey's, life. One year of your. You're gonna. You're also gonna go to bed, and you're gonna be like, "All right, if it if it happens, it happens tomorrow." So yeah, and I think you just eventually you just it becomes who you are, right? <laughs> you know, you you just you but don't it's, tell it's, people. But, it's, but then the then, thing is, the thing is, it's two percent. So it's not even like you can really get used to it. True. I think that's part of the trouble with this. Is if it was timed, like if it was like yeah, from you know. December 4th to December 11th, every single year, you wake up during that time span in covered in peanut butter. You, you plan for that. Yeah. You prep for that. Oh, yeah. Um, but the randomness of it is a little bit of a, a challenge that you Even if it was timed, for. I don't think I would take it. If it was timed, it would be a no-brainer for me. It, it, there is a little bit of de- an internal debate right now that I'm having, but I, I do think I still side with peanut butter. But it would be easier to choose peanut butter. Oh yeah, for sure. Sure. for sure. I think I think it's easier. Yes. If if it's timed, that's why I'm saying for me, I don't think there's that wouldn't even. Yeah, what if it was one percent for you? 1%. I, I don't. I don't think any percent. So so all right, one random day in your life, one random day in your life, yeah. just once, the yeah. rest of your living days. We'll be covered in peanut butter. Are yeah. you still choosing getting rid of mac and cheese? I think so. What? I at least for the story of it, I feel like I would take that. Because you wake up that day, and be like, I woke up today and I was covered <laughs> in peanut butter. What did I do? What's going on? Like, I I think that for the story alone, it's it's a harmless thing. It, it's more of annoyance than anything else. But I, I mean, that's that's a no brainer. I'm. I, I just again, I think this comes back to the difference between. I don't know that I, lo- I have a favorite food that like I cannot live without enough. Now that okay. I think about it, probably, I. I don't even know mac and cheese would be my. F- you need to love food better. Well, no, I love a lot of food. <laughs> that's the problem. It, is you know, if I were to say one food. It would be, it was. It's Hunan chicken from a, a restaurant back at home. Okay. Like that's probably the that but was you, the that was the most disappointing thing about not going home for Christmas mm-hmm. is, I think you we talked that. about it. Is Chinese food is always yeah. the part of your traditions. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and Hunan chicken mm-hmm. is one of my favorite foods. Even with that, like I mean, I'm living in Seattle now, and like don't I, I don't it. have it. So it's like well, that's, what that's I why think. that's why I chose. I, I mac like and cheese because it's something that I regularly eat I'd now. I like to think, and this is a good one to kind of measure against, and we talked about the peanut butter side of this, but I'd like to think that everyone has a price, right? So if you lost pizza, mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. Had, like like yeah, if, three, if there was a three or four. If there was, yeah. Like. Are you? Yeah. Okay. You're yeah. taking the peanut butter route. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if, there's, if there's a. Yeah, if it's probably the Hunan chicken pizza and uh, mac and cheese all together. Yep. Yeah, you're. See, that's wor- chicken to me. Chicken to me is those three things. I mean, I love pizza. I love pizza, but like chicken is is so versatile. You can use it with everything. So, like the, those three options, you're losing things that are core to you. They are. They are. Yeah. You you have to choose. You think about the peanut butter option, yeah. and you go that. I, I get you. Yeah. I get you. It may, I just didn't I, – I mean I'm shocked that just chicken is it someone's favorite. Well, well, so for years actually uh, pickles were my favorite food. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. What type of pickle? Well, dill is obviously the best, but there's many types of pickles that are good. But, like was it a regular – I mean this, yeah. you were digressing. Well, we are that. digressing. But, you know, chicken chicken and pickles, like honestly, like if I could – if I lived my life without them, that would – that would really sadden me. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going peanut butter route. I'm staying with it. I'm going to adapt my life, and uh, I'm going to keep my food. Roll the dice. You keep going to keep keep my mac and cheese. No, well, you're not keeping your mac and cheese. It's gone. Whoa, it's gone oh, yeah. because you have Sorry. you have chosen. Sorry, the no. That's what I meant. So that's what I meant. I'm yeah. I'm I'm keeping not eating mac and cheese. I'm yeah. keeping my body. You are sacrificing. <laughs> Keeping body my body sands of peanut butter. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Well, uh, 
We definitely want to know what you guys think. We will uh, we will post this on the Facebook page. This is a good, uh, hopefully, fun debate for for everybody listening. Um, Brian and I will start uh, in the new year. I think we mentioned this, but start to get the word out so that people are are talking about it. We started verbalizing that in the past week, and then we'll formalize that uh, via via facebook i believe but uh but in the meantime if you'd like to follow us we're at quest for 100 podcast on facebook and at the quest for 100 on twitter thanks for joining us today fifth episode in yeah we are rolling we are we're on a roll that means we've done this for five straight weeks which means we're probably more likely to do it yeah right look at that look what i think yeah i think maybe Or we're going to hit some weird break and then, like, totally give up on it like most New Year's resolutions. Yeah, but. yeah. I, well, I was already thinking it. Uh, we've already kind of wrapped the show. <laughs> That's but okay. I, I was thinking about how we could potentially do maybe, I don't know, do they do podcasts over phone? Uh, maybe. Like, like I guess our, our podcasts aren't, aren't timely and weekly. Like, we could, we could... Reveal, un, uh, unveil the covers and maybe record two in a week if we needed to. Yeah, if we needed to. We just want to know what you guys think. <laughs> if if you think we need to stop, yeah, well, we want to know. So here's another thing. I, I know we're we're digressing again, but I want the the thought. I want people to come to us. If you listen to this, I want you to to alter, not alter the show. I want you to bring suggestions. To yes, the show. whether it's a change. Or it's a, a topic, a topic a, idea. A debate yeah, want, if you, you know. want to know what we think about something, yep. I don't know why you'd want to know what we think about well, something. But but if you're at fifth, fifth episode, you obviously wanted to know. Yep. And and I will also throw one last thing out there. I think we're just... This is the digression <laughs> yeah. ending to the show. But if you listen to this podcast and you love our banter and uh, you somehow want to be a part of it, let us know that too, because we might we might have guests on the show. Someday. I think the music is over at this point; well, like it's well, it's run out of its loop. <laughs> that's okay. Loop it again, Brian. All right. Well, that's it. Everybody, enjoy your uh, New Year's, uh, and uh, we'll Oops. see you in the new year. See you in twenty nineteen. Woo woo.